You're listening to the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. Remember to like, share, comment, subscribe, and click the bell to make sure you get the latest episodes of the podcast. Be sure to like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast. On today's episode of the podcast, we summarise day one of the third Ashes test between Australia and England from the MCG. It's the Dibbly Dobbly Podcast and let's get started. Let's have a look at the session by session breakdown of day one of the third Ashes test from the MCG. Australia won the toss and chose to bowl first in this third Ashes test of the MCG. And session number one saw England lose an early wicket. Hamid was gone for a duck, caught Carey, bowled Cummins. Then Crawley soon followed for 12, caught Green, bowled Cummins. Then Milan was the last wicket to fall for England in that first session. For 14, caught Warner, bowled Cummins. England were 3 for 61 at lunch on day one. In the second session saw Joe Root go for the first wicket for England. After lunch, he was gone for 50, caught Carey, bowled Stark. Then Stokes for 25, caught line, bowled Green. Then Josh Butler was the last wicket to fall for England, for three, caught Bolin, bold Lion. England found themselves at T, six for 128. After T, Mark Wood was the first wicket to go for England, out for six, LBW to Bolin, who picked up a wicket on Test debut. Then Bairstro soon went for 35, caught Green, bold Stark. Then Leach for 13, caught Smith, bold Lion. And Robinson was the last wicket for England to fall. He was gone for 22, caught Boland, bowled Cummins. England were bowled out for 185. Australia started their batting innings on a good note. Harrison Warner added 50 runs for the first wicket partnership. Then David Warner was the first wicket to go for Australia just before stumps on day one. Out for 38, caught Crawley, bowled Anderson. Warner and Harris added 57 runs for the first wicket partnership. At stumps on day one, Australia find themselves one for 61, Trailing by 124 runs with Harris 20 not out and night watchman Nathan Lyon on zero not out. That was the session by session breakdown of the third Ashes test on day one from the MCG. What are my thoughts on the day? Well, it was another dominant day for Australia in this Ashes series. Everything went to plan. Uh, Pat Cummins won the toss, chose to bowl first. And usually when you win the toss and bowl first... Uh, a lot of pressure on the captain doing that, obviously. It can definitely backfire because if the opposition get off to a flyer and don't lose early wickets, then that decision to bowl first looks a bit shaky. But Australia absolutely executed their skills today with the ball, I thought. Pat Cummins was outstanding on his return back into the test side after missing out the second test. Led from the front, the skipper, 3 for 36 from 15 overs with two maidens going at 2 and over was outstanding from Pat Cummins. I thought all the bowlers today did their job on a wicket that was offering a bit of assistance for the bowlers. A bit of swing, a bit of seam movement. It was a quite grassed wicket at the MCG. Very unusual to see a, a grassed wicket like that at the MCG, and especially a green one as well. Um, so very unusual. But the surface did help the bowlers today, and it certainly helped the Australian bowlers with overhead overcast skies as well it definitely assisted the bowlers today and no wonder Pat Cummins chose to bowl first and it definitely worked um, for Australia today I thought they bowled well all of them I thought Mitchell Stark did well he took two wickets I thought Scott Boland bowled well on debut he was able to get a wicket on debut that was Mark Wood LBW for six 
Uh, Cameron Green bowled superbly as always. Eight overs, one for seven, four maidens going at naught point eight seven runs per over. And Nathan Lyon, what can you say about Nathan Lyon? Three for 36, doing his job again. So I thought all the Australian bowlers did their job superbly. Uh, they bowled good lines and lengths. They kept the pressure on England throughout the innings, and they were able to sustain that pressure throughout the whole entire batting innings, um, the Australian bowlers. So a very good uh, performance with the ball today from Australia to bowling Lynn out for 185 on day one is a pretty good result after winning the toss and choosing to bowl first. Uh, with the batting, uh, I thought Harrison Warner batted well. They showed a lot of positive intent. They were looking to score quickly and pounce on loose deliveries from the England bowlers. And uh, they were able to do that. They added 57 runs for the first wicket. Unfortunately, David Warner went just before stumps. It would have been nice if Australia were none down at stumps. It would have capped off the day superbly. But still a good day for Australia. And Marcus Harris is out there at the moment with Night Watchman and Nathan Lyon. So I thought the batting was good from Australia. One for 61 at the end of day one. They're in a good position. They're only trailing by 124 runs um, after dismissing England for 185. So I thought the batting was good today from Australia and everything went to plan for the Australians today. So a very good day for Australia. For England, yet again, it's the same story with the England team, isn't it? Their batting is poor and it's quite pathetic. Um, if you're an England fan, you'll be fed up with these uh, batting performance, uh, batting collapses, I should say. Not performances, because the performances haven't been there. Um, all out for 185 and 65.1 overs. Joe Root, no surprise, top scoring again with 50 off 82 balls, but he was very disappointed and frustrated when he got out. Um, playing at a ball wide of the off stump and caught by Kerry, and, and he got out to Mitchell Stark, and the frustrations just building on the captain, Joe Root. Um, everyone else struggled. Um, the four changes they made England into this um, test match today, uh, Crawley, uh, came back into the side. He got out for 12. Uh, Bairstro played well for his 35, but it wasn't enough. Um, Robinson showed some fight from the, the tail enders point of view, and Jack Leach as well. But besides from that, it was a poor display of batting again from England. Lost wickets at regular intervals. Didn't build big partnerships. No batsman didn't show any application at all. Joe Root was the only one who scored a 50 and top scored as well. To be bowled out for 185 on day one of the, of the test match is a poor effort from England. With the bat, and really, you have to say that today is probably the day that England loses the Ashes. You have to say with this batting performance, and Australia are firm favourites now to retain the urn in this third Ashes Test at the MCG. Um, so their batting today was poor, uh, very poor from England with their batting today. Nothing much you can add to that. Um, their bowling to Australia late on day one. Um, in Australia's first innings before stumps, I thought it was a bit all over the place. They were a bit inconsistent again. They didn't uh, bowl good lines and lengths. They were a bit inconsistent. They bowled a tad short at times. Didn't make use of the new ball again, England. Didn't learn from Adelaide. Uh, didn't keep pressure on Australia or sustain pressure on Australia for a long period of time. Obviously, with Marcus Harris and David Warner, uh, Harris and Warner were batting with positive intent, looking to score and uh, putting pressure on the England bowlers, and that was frustrating them. And yet again, England were inconsistent with the ball. Yes, they did get David Warner out early, um, just before stumps on day one, but it's still a long way back for England. And uh, really, the bowlers are under pressure, because if they can't get the line and length right heading into day two, it's going to be a long day in the field for England again, and um, Australia just going to pile on the pain. So 
Overall, it was a, a, a poor day from England with the bat and with the ball a little bit. Um, but for England, it's not going to get any better for them. Um, as we progress in this test match, it's only going to get harder. They've got to show some fight and some courage. If they don't, Australia could win this test match quite convincingly. What can we expect from both teams headed into day two? Well, Australia, it's fairly obvious what Australia needs to do on day two, and that is to look to score big runs in the first innings and look to get a big first innings lead and look to bat once in this test match. That will be the plan from Australia. It's fairly straightforward for them on day two. Um, for England, it's fairly straightforward for them. They need early wickets on day two. And if they can't get wickets early on day two and if they can't bowl consistently, then it could be a long day in the field for England on day two of this third Ashes test from the MCG. Well, that's all the time we have for this episode. Be sure to subscribe and click the bell to get the latest episodes of the podcast and like and share our Facebook page and follow us on Twitter and on Instagram. Until next time, keep safe and bye for now.